there's a lot to cover in this podcast. Um, I told, I promised you the widow, Sam Bellamy, and Maria Hallett. So, and I thought I was going to divide it into two podcasts, but this is going to be one very long one, I think. So, we have to cover the widow, Sam Bellamy, and Maria Hallett. Let's begin with the widow, phonetically speaking. Uh, this text that I'm going to read today, this belongs to in a blog from a man who was visiting the Cape in 2014. The blogger is Peter Muse, M-U-I-S-E, and the blog is titled New England Folklore. And I have, um, I'll put his, uh, his um, website up for you. Okay, so let's begin. August 10th, 2014, Sam Bellamy, Maria Hallett, and the wreck of the pirate ship Witta. Tony and I were down on the Cape recently and finally visited the Pirate Museum in Provincetown. I've wanted to go for quite a while, quite a few years, and was glad to finally find the time. The museum exhibits are focused on the pirate ship Witta pronounced W-I-D-D-A-H, Widder, that's typical New England, which sank off the coast of Wellfleet in 1717. The wreck was located by divers in 1982, which is really rare because most of these pirate ships, this is the first one that we've pulled to the surface, and the artifacts they found, including gold coins, a cannon, and the ship's bell are featured in the museum. Now, this is the museum in Provincetown, not the one that we have here um, in Yarmouth. So, here are some interesting facts I learned. This is quoting from his blog. Pirates used a primitive form of hand grenade when attacking ships. Venereal disease was common among pirates, but the cure... An injection of mercury directly into the bladder was probably worse than the sickness. Also, pirates who had a limb amputated received an extra stipend of gold, and most of them did not want to leave service. Most of them wanted to stay on the ship, stay with the be, you know, stay with the pirate. So, but um, I also found out that there's more information on the Pirate's Code, which is part of what we just listed here, uh, is listed in a book by Martin W. Sandler titled The Widow, A Pirate Ship Feared, Wrecked, and Found. was published in March 2019. It's an easy read and full of great information about a pirate's life, more or less centered on the widow. Now, back to the blog. The widow was originally commissioned as a slave ship and is named after the African coastal city of Ouida, O-U-I-D-A, or O-U-I-D-A-H. It was captured by notorious pirate Black Sam Bellamy while it was sailing in the Caribbean. Bellamy took the ship as his own, loaded it with approximately four tons of stolen gold, and headed north to Cape Cod. 
He never reached the Cape, but died with almost all his crew, less than a mile off Wellfleet's Atlantic coast in an April storm. He was 28 and is believed to have been the wealthiest pirate in history. So, to continue, the story goes on. Another pirate American witch, Maria Hallett, now we're bringing Maria in here. During his time in Cape Cod, he met a woman named Maria Hallett. Maria, also known as Goody, lived in a nearby town of Wellfleet. The two fell madly in love, and before long, Goody was pregnant. Unfortunately, Sam had gone off on his ship to de- do what he did best, sc- scourging the waters, <laughs> pirating. There was talk of a huge fortune that had washed up on the coast of Florida, so Sam was on a mission to clean up. He wasn't aware of Goody's condition, and a note about that um, the huge fortune, the ship, when he got there, the Spaniards had already um, pulled up what was left of the uh, ship and all of its bounty. So when he got there, it, it, he was just too late. When the town discovered Maria Hallett was pregnant out of wedlock, they exiled her, which was common. But she knew Sam would return for her and the baby. She moved close to the shore and watched day in and day out for her soulmate's return, but he never came. The days turned into weeks, weeks into months, and months into years. Sam didn't return, and Maria grew full of sorrow and despair. There were rumors in town that Maria was a witch, and she came to be called the Witch of Wellfleet. Now, the widow's demise and Maria Hallett's loss. The Witch of Wellfleet continued to wait for Black Sam, and one fateful night in nineteen in, I'm sorry, in seventeen seventeen, a ship known as the Widow approached the harbor. Black Sam Bellamy had taken the ship and was bringing it home with a sizable treasure. Sadly, a storm arose and overturned the ship. Sam and the majority of his crew perished. The bodies washed to shore, and the town buried them. Maria Goody Hallett, the witch of Wellfleet, was in no better shape than she had ever been before. What was left of her heart died along with Sam, or so the legend goes. Others claim Maria had caused the storm that took Sam's life. Okay, was was the was Maria Hallett was she really the pirate witch of Wellfleet? And was she real? No one knows if the baby survived. One account that I've read said the baby did not survive. No one even knows what the witch of Wellfleet's real name was, but it was speculated to be Goody Hallett. The name Maria was given to her by an author in the 1930s, but there's no documentation to support the claim. No one knows whether Maria actually existed or if she was a fairy tale. Though there are people who've researched the name Hallett and confirmed it's a legitimate name in, in Cape Cod in the 18th century.
Now, some of this blog was inspired by Other World Oracle website, American Witch Law, Real Witches. Now, here's the link. I'll also put that up on the, on the, uh, the blog, too. So, we're going to break here, and we'll, go, we'll be back for the second part. And I told you this was going to be a long one. So, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you in a very few. Hi everyone, we're back, and let me see, where's my script? Here we are. Now, we're back for the second part. This is about uh, the widow, uh, Sam Bellamy, and um, Maria Hallett. Now, there are quite a few legends associated with Sam Bellamy and the widow, and quite a few books have been written about it, too. The most enduring is about his love for a local Cape Cod girl named Maria Hallett. On Cape Cod, he met and fell in love with Maria, who was young. She was only 15 and beautiful. Her parents didn't approve of Sam. He was just a poor sailor. But one thing led to another, and Maria became pregnant with Sam's child. Now, declaring his undying love for Maria, Sam set off for the Caribbean to make his fortune. We talked a little bit about that in the first part. He vowed to return a rich man. Some stories say Sam intended to find the treasure, the sunken treasure in the Caribbean, but instead, and when he couldn't find, remember I mentioned that he couldn't find that treasure, someone had already, the Spaniards had already done it. So he decided that he would become a pirate. Now Maria, who was left at home on the Cape, was shunned by her family and neighbors. Oh, always. They always did that. Um, premarital pregnancy was not uncommon in colonial New England, but it usually led to a speedy marriage. But Maria didn't have that option. She bore her child alone and unmarried in an isolated hut in the woods. There are many variations of the legend, but they fall into two broad types. In the first, Maria grows very bitter, really, really bitter. She's been shunned by her community and abandoned by the man, the man who said he loved her. Alone and angry, she turns to one person who always was available to the New England outcasts, <laughs> the devil. Now, this is one version, okay. In return for her soul and possibly the life of her child, the dark man makes her a witch, and when Maria, Maria learns that the widow is approaching Wellfleet, she climbs onto one of the high dunes and raises a storm. The man who ruined her life is drowned, and the widow sinks, and Maria dances in the wild wind and rain. The area where she casts her spell is now called the Lucifer Land, or Satan's Harvest, or the Devil's Pasture. This is all local folklore. That's the grim, gloomy version. <laughs> no kidding. The slightly less grim version claims that Maria remained faithful to Sam, watching and waiting patiently for his return. 
On the night of the storm, she watched from the dunes, hoping the widow would make it safely to shore. When it didn't, she lost her mind from grief and ran down to the beach. The next day, she was found on the shore, screaming and wailing as she wandered through the wreckage and the drowned corpses. Her ghost is still said to walk near Marconi Beach in Wellfleet, and her cries can be heard on dark, stormy nights. Now, there's a lot of historical documentation on Sam Bellamy's life, but there's no documentation about Maria Hallett. Did she even exist? It's impossible to know, but Hallett is an old Cape Cod name, so it's entirely likely. Records from the early 1700s can be a little spotty. Now, legends and strange phenomena, this is still the blog. Legends and strange phenomena surrounded the widow, even into the modern age. Barry Clifford, the explorer who found the widow in 1982, claims that the expedition was plagued by bad luck and strange mechanical malfunctions while it was searching for the wreck. The divers and crew once even heard a voice over their radio repeat the following words, we want your boat, we want your boat. The weird shenanigans stopped only after Clifford and his crew poured rum into the ocean and toasted the dead pirate crew. Shortly after making this offering to the dead, they discovered the sunken ship and its treasure. As an inside, as an aside, this other story emerged. Now, in 1998, the staff at a Wellfleet restaurant also reported a strange encounter. One of their customers emerged from the restroom in a panic. He said he had seen a young woman in an old-fashioned dress, but that she had disappeared. The staff checked the restroom and found it unoccupied. The customer hastily signed his name on the credit card slip and ran out of the restaurant. His last name was Bellamy. Now, the story, <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? The story of Sam Bellamy and Maria Hallett can be found in many places, including Elizabeth Reynard's The Narrow Land and Mark Jasper's, my favorite, Haunted Cape Cod and the Islands. The stories about the modern ghosts are found uh, are from um, the Houston Museum website. Now, these podcasts are usually murder-free, but they're always ghostly. Find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon Music. The written transcript for this show is on our website, uh, CapeCodWriters.net. If you have any ideas or comments or have had a ghostly experience, let us know. Uh, you can get reach us at um, ghostly.residence ghostly at gmail.com. Happy haunting. So thanks for listening. We'll talk soon. Hi, everyone. Um, as promised, these podcasts are murder-free, almost, and always frightfully ghostly. If you or someone you know has had a ghostly experience, 
give them a free email address, ghostly.residence at gmail.com. We would love to hear about it. This podcast and all of our podcasts are created on Spotify, the easiest way to make a podcast. The written transcript can be found on our website, https colon slash slash capecodwriters.net. If you know of a small or large business who would like to advertise on our podcast, please let us know at our free email address. There is a poll at the end of this podcast in case you want to comment. We would really appreciate any comments or ideas you may have. Well, that's now. That's all for now. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.